Geek Shock. Geek Shock. There is bad naked yes. out there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Bad naked? Bad naked bad, is bad better, naked. actually. Pretty much every day when I get yeah. up. Who's bad naked? <laughs> Me? I was like, there's good naked. You haven't heard the band Bad, bad naked. naked? No, I don't know Bad Naked. <laughs> you know that old Seinfeld bit? The Do bad they sound naked? like the boredoms? <laughs> so the boredoms, they're like, it's Bad Naked is like boredoms plus deer hoof. <laughs> <laughs> the boredoms use vacuum cleaners. Nice. And fucking found objects and shit. Okay. Like, there's one song of theirs, or it's just like. So, like a 20 year later version of Art of Noise. Wah, 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 wah. That wah, wah, wah. No, more like an eight year le- version later. So, like the That's origins of industrial. That's something I might actually get into. <laughs> kind of, but not even. I mean, it's not melodic. It's just out well, there. neither was the origins of industrial. It's just Yeah, sound. but not even. I mean, like, industrial had a beat. And music. No one's trying to make music. Started, but I guess you're right. On an okay. intellectual level, I might find a boredom fascinating. It does. Ha- that's exactly it. I have their one EP, Super Roots, which is just bananas. <laughs> it's just people screaming, and then it'll just go put it, put it, put it, put it, put it, put it with drums, and they'll go ah wow 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 ah wow 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 ah wow 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 <laughs> I gotta get this album. I ride anywhere with you. That's why I enjoy the music because it, it speaks to something in my brain. I guess so. <laughs> what I love is the fact you were not making fun of it. You were just giving it what it was. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm not, that, listen to the goddamn song. Well, I, I just it? did the karaoke version. I wish I did. You can probably find it online. What you got to play some. What are the odds that there's a karaoke version of that? What do you think? <laughs> 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 Welcome, folks. It is Geek Shock number <laughs> 161. I am Master Torgo. The famous Paul. 80s Jeff. Uh, Captain Luddite. And just Michael. And we're here to talk Week in Geek, and apparently we're talking the boredoms right Woo. now. Got a little bit of the boredoms. Yeah, apparently the, it's the, a band. The noisy bands. The band, noisy bands, bands that make the noise. Well, that's what Paul's into. Yeah. Bring, I like all kinds of noise. stuff, man. Sure you do. Of course you do. I really do. I have a broad, broad spectrum of tastes as far as music goes. Eclectic taste. Eclectic. I, I like to find stuff that's interesting and cool. But I like angry stuff. Nine Inch Nails. It makes does. sense. Nine Inch Nails, Marilyn Manson, yeah, Mindless so Self-Indulgence, The Artwood. cranked to the nine. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. But ang- I get tired of the angry pretty fast. Oh, no. it gets. It did, but I got to bounce it out with my Sundays. I love my Sundays. Sundays I love my They Might Be Giants. Mm-hmm. I love my Smashing Pumpkins. Well, you can be a little angry. Um, who, who, what's my softest stuff? I John got Denver. Some, you I like got, John Denver. I do have John Denver yeah, in the well, car right now. Because sunshine got, on your shoulder. It makes it me makes happy. Everyone happy. does make everyone He's, He sounds He's so weird. He's waiting for that country con- road to take him home. It's a concert uh, album that my wife lent me, and it's really weird. It's a really distinct... <laughs> Does it sound like this? Ow! That might be why it sounds weird. why it sounds weird to you. I seriously, I just wish I could play some for you right now. I mean, I grew up. Because you'd be like, "What is going on?" You know, as I grew up when John Denver was, you know, doing his thing. You know, as a lot of us did. And but I hadn't heard him in years, and just recently I, you know, bought one of his CDs, and I was like, "Wow!" I don't remember it being so distinctly unique. 
but it is very unique. Like most people, I think, go, ah, it's kind of a country, but it's not really country. No, no, it's, it's not it's really country folk. pop. It's it's, it's more. Kind of, yeah, it's a really he's a sound. he's a he's a musician's musician. Yeah, you know what I mean. He's one of those guys Ooh, the that telephone that uh, oh is that guys, my mother on the phone. That's the first time. Speaking of angry songs, I've never heard this the happen. The telephone is ringing. Who could is it that be? My mother on the phone. You know that old song? <laughs> no. Is someone at no, the door? You don't know that old police song? I was going to say we're not expecting anyone. Oh, okay. <laughs> nope. Is that my mother on the phone? Jeez. Is that you, my mummy? <clears throat> you guys remember the old police song? No. The telephone is ringing. Is that my mother on the phone? Mm-mm. Yeah, that, that was kind of a loud, noisy... I think it was on Synchronicity. Welcome to Music Shock. Yeah, yeah well, sorry. Right. Hey, sh- no, no, this is good. Geek this is, is good. geek, you know? Absolutely. <laughs> geek out on all sorts of things. But yeah, I so. mean, like, uh, I uh, I did... I was a Klingon at at uh, King's Island with a Romulan uh, who uh, <laughs> his father actually played with John Denver before he changed oh, really? his name nice. way back in a, a band. His father like, changed his name or John no, Denver? No, John Denver changed his name. He was like uh, John Dorfenheimer or yeah, something yeah, crazy yeah. like I think that. that's exactly that. That's yeah. exactly it, yeah. Okay, there you go. So, yeah, back when he was John Dorfenheimer. Which is a great name. Come on. Oh, come on. If Engelbert Humperdinck can make it. Best of Dorfenheimer. <laughs> you oh. would buy that album. Well, you know well, you I am if Daryl Dragon can, can become the captain, why not? Here, here, here's how that album goes. Really, this is the best of Dorfenheimer. <laughs> it doesn't get any better. That's why I changed his name. He wanted to differentiate the sound of that's two Sort of like Garth Brooks when he invented himself. Yes, when he was Chris Gaines. Chris Gaines. Nobody knew, too. Nobody could tell. It was so different. Or at least that's how the Saturday Night Live bit went. I heard he almost did a cross promotion with Purina for Chris Gaines burgers. The album was Chris Gainsburgers. That's when he poops. I hate it when I have the Gainsburgers. His poop. (laughs) He poops out of Gainsburgers. Oh, I got a terrible case of the Gainsburgers. Oh, I got a Chris Gainsburger in my butt. (laughs) Blurp. There it goes. Oh, geez. All week I've been Gainsburgering. Garb. Galorp. I think the title's Never Let Me Go. Ooh. Pinch it off. Pinch it off. Because oh. that would be that would be what's funny is that's really that's, an improvement on the actual song. Oh, that's from the, that's, that's from the era when Kiss took off the makeup. So just like Garth changed up his thing. He would he needs to do, do you pinch think it off. When he does his show at the wind. Pinch does, it off. Pinch it off. I haven't seen his show Whoa. at the wind. But I gotta think maybe he goes and does a costume change. And Pinch it off Chris as his encore. And just does that song. Yeah, and comes back and does, yeah. gets back into Garth. He, and he comes out and he goes, "Who was that? Who's that guy? God, he was good. He was awesome. I wish I was as good as he." And a small Purina chuck wagon rides behind him. Yeah, people are like, "What's going on? Oh, it's Chris Gainsburgers. Oh, thank goodness. Pinch it off. Pinch it off. Whoa." I wish I knew how the rest of that song goes. Yeah, I don't know. It's only right now, I think, is the next one. It's only right. It's only right now. Pinch it off. Pinch it off. Whoa. Everything is tight now. The head is poking out. Oh, Lord. Turtle head. Turtle head. So what geeky things you do besides pinch it off, gentlemen? 
Uh, I went to Comic Expo. Oh, okay, Las Vegas the, the little Expo. mini yes. Vegas con. A little Vegas mini con because uh, it was originally supposed to be at Lexus Park Hotel and they moved it to uh, the Riviera. The lovely Riviera. Uh, yeah, Beautiful. I hadn't been in there in a long time, and I've not been in the convention hall. But wow, it's talk classy. about old. Yeah, it's classy. Where they had just had the Classic Games Expo that area. That's the last time I was there. Yeah. So yeah, uh, four it was, years ago. It was just kind of like in right. the if you go, went in the the first set like parked in the guest self parking, All which. Right. That was the biggest problem I had with the whole Comic Expo is that there was literally no parking anywhere. Oh, you had trouble parking? Yeah, they were there's they they have two self-parking garages. Okay. The valet was full. Both uh-huh. garages were full. I yeah. lucked out. I was about to turn around and leave because I couldn't find a place to park. MGM it, man. Well, MGM is like two all I had to take it's across the, the street. From the Riviera? The, oh, shit. I was thinking it was the Tropicana. No. I would have gone to the whole wrong place. You're thinking yeah. Las Vegas I would have gone. You wouldn't want to park at the hotel, the Las Vegas Hotel, and walk across the street. Even I then, that would have been that, a hike. Yeah, that's a long yeah. way. Yeah, yeah. wow. Sunday. Yeah, Riviera. Uh, and I yeah. found parking no problem, but I parked outside behind the building. Well, I, I lucked out. As I was starting to leave, uh, I saw a couple people walk to their car and uh, get in. You and the old wait. And, and yeah. so I'm like, oh, okay. So I went down the aisle, turned around, and... And staged Are myself. Are you seriously giving us a parking story right yeah, now? Yeah, I know. It's, it's <laughs> quite a lengthy. I'm just, I, I'm not going into explicit detail. I'm just saying I, well, I, I, I got really? my parking spot. Really? <laughs> you could go would be the explicit detail. There could be more detail. I want to go with the explicit detail version of this goddamn story. Did you, did you have to do a three-point turn to get into the spot? I did have to I do a three-point turn, yes. I don't know how you get much more detail. I guess you could have described the people and what they were wearing in yes, detail and I his own have. outfit. Was it a compact spot or a normal not that I'm sure the parking story has a, doesn't have it? a thrilling ending, mm-hmm. but but tell me about the, the comic expo. Oh, the expo. <laughs> well, I was trying to get into this until <laughs> I'm bringing... You can't get to the comic Listen, expo until you park your car, don't, people. Don't George Lucas it. Don't give me the prequels. Just me, give me the true story. <laughs> Let me tell you what you do with that story. You pinch it off. Pinch it off. Oh. Very oh. many. <laughs> So anyway, <laughs> so parking. <laughs> Park went in the first set of convention doors, which fortunately for me were the right ones because oh. the the ticket counter was right there. Um, yeah. I got a Groupon, a ten dollar get your ed- Groupon one day mission admission rather. This story uh, brought you by Groupon. So I, I just lucked out on that. Oh, so we need to find a way to do that. Went picked up <laughs> my ticket. By Groupon. Um, it really wasn't. Laid. I mean, it's there wasn't a lot of signage to tell you where everything was. Uh, the lady did tell me she's like the main hall is just down that hallway. So you go down there, and then they they've got people walking, uh, monitoring the doors, just like any other convention, to make sure that you've got your little wristband. So yeah. anyway, went in. Um, seemed to be two. Uh, the it seemed to be well attended from the fan side. Okay, I mean, well, that's good. You know, um, there was it, the room wasn't that full. I mean, there was. Clearly, a, a row that was missing, like they had set it up to be a row for like another row of exhibitors. Okay, but I guess last minute or whatever, just left it empty and did did not set up the tables and the little. Were you there Saturday? I was there Saturday. Yes, because I was there Sunday, and I think they had removed that row because on the far right side, it was just kind of empty. 
there was nothing. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, that was the mime area. That was for impromptu miming. <laughs> no, that was where all the costume people were taking pictures. Of oh, each okay. Other. Well, so, you know what? That yeah. actually, yeah. It, so. cons kind of need that. But yeah. they, uh, they had, you know, they had a gaming room set up, and there were some people in there gaming. This is about two o'clock on a Saturday. Yeah. So right. I mean, it had been open. I think I think it it's opened at eleven o'clock on a Saturday. <laughs> the so, cosplayers slowly march in. There were some cosplayers wandering yeah, around. Yeah, there were a few, not a ton, but a few. There's um, furries galore busting down through the door, <laughs> and a guy dressed like Qui Gon Jinn. Very nice. Wow! 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 <laughs> wow, 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 wow. Pitch it off. Pitch it off. Whoa. Sing us a song. You're the comic man. Anyway. But, uh, I mean, <laughs> as far as the exhibitors go, uh, it, it, it seemed to me, uh, it seemed very, like, I, I'd have to say it was probably like the early days of Comic-Con because there were just people there with an i mean not even like a lot of like collectible stuff it was mostly comic books well, like I, I, just comic book dealers and even then not like huge collections just like it's like they brought just enough to see if people were going to bite okay and as far as like on the collectibles front cuz i was actually looking for like some dvds and and so forth yeah, and and there was that. nobody there dealing dvds or blu-rays or anything see, like there that was one small in the future now, now you you've shown the opening mm-hmm. now they're gonna come there was one small independent company doing dvds that does like uh that did the original uh, toxic uh toxic avenger Troma Troma was, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so they had a small little display i'm actually kind of impressed the trouble i didn't was know there. that they were selling because they when i walked, walked by they were signing autographs and giving out like posters and stuff well, on sunday they had a merch. bunch of dvds out there oh, okay. i was under the impression that if i had wanted to purchase one i have a feeling they would have made oh, that possible it's, it's quite possible i mean but <coughs> they, they didn't have that out when i was I mean, there it was one it we, was. <laughs> we were so hungry. It was my first like comic book expo convention thing that I'd ever done. So, and it was all right. Yeah, it was. It seemed a little small. Yeah, but uh, I think it, it, if they can take anything from this, it's got a lot of potential. I mean, I I hope that there was as much fan attendance on Sunday to make it worth uh, them coming back. Because if I'm not mistaken, the company that puts it on is the Arizona Comic Con. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's, like, that, that's a name. It's like Arizona Mega Comic Con. How was the parking? <laughs> <laughs> I had no trouble. Yeah, their webs their website really name no is ridiculous because it's like Arizona yeah. Comic Con Expo. Blah, yeah, blah, blah. And, and they got some names. I mean, Mike Mignola, Gerard Way was there. Yeah, I recognize several of the names yeah. that were there. Aww. And I think uh, I think actually I hate his music, but I like his work. Well, yeah. you know. Also, he's married to the hottest woman alive. Who's that? Lindsay from Mind of Self Indulgence. <laughs> <laughs> you know, noise music. Yes, <laughs> she is super hot. Pitch and she plays the bass like a maniac. But I mean, they <laughs> had in a minute. They had it off to they Lindsay. had talent there, so I mean, there were people worth seeing. Um, I just I, there was very slim on the programming, like as uh, far name as me uh, one panel title. I, I don't, I I don't know. I didn't see any of the panels listed until as I was really leaving because I looked and looked and looked and couldn't find it, and then I found it like on the last page of the. Uh, they hid the panels. Oh, they get, see on Sunday. I got a a, a sheet. A piece of paper that had all the panels listed on it. Okay. And then I also got the booklet for the whole event. So I guess what we're learning from this is we we should all go on Sunday then. Well, in so the maybe future. Saturday they were like, oh, we should. Saturday, fix a I guess, was a total clusterfuck because like I, yeah. I mean, it didn't seem like 
there was much in the way of organization when I was there on Saturday. It's like they were trying to figure it out, and they were I didn't still get it out, I obviously. didn't get any kind of programming, but I found a a page in the little program book that they give you at, at the very back. But all of the panels were like over by the time I was there. On I mean, she was cool. But she's like, here's a list of the panels and the things you can go do. And I don't remember the names of them because okay. I'm not enough of a comic guy to sure. be like, holy crap, they're doing that, you know. But it was, sure. uh, there were, yeah, whatever. If so, a panel makes you say that, that's a fucking panel. That's yeah, true. That's the panel I've never seen go a to. panel that made me go, holy crap, they're doing that. Well, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Aside from maybe the Mr. Show panel. I there did. you go. Yeah, Mystery I mean, Science Theater panel for yeah. That, yeah, that. That was that. That one was awesome. Holy crap. Yeah. They're doing that. Mm-hmm. They're doing that. So. All right. The parking With panel was everyone. off the chain. <laughs> the parking panel was Welcome amazing. to the parking panel. How was everyone's parking? <laughs> Did you no, find good parking? But I agree. It was almost all comic books. There were no. I did, there were very few collectors. There was, there That's was, good. There was not really any pop culture mix in. It really was a full-on comic yeah. con- expo. Because there was an area where it was like comic book stores were selling like the comics I brought tonight for you. Ralph guys. and Jim were both all there. Cosmic and Alternate Reality well, both hey, represented. If Vegas, if we can have a horror writers convention thrive in this town, then by all means, we can have a comic book convention yeah, thrive absolutely. in this town. But uh, let's do news you don't give a shit about. Let's okay. talk about it. I bought a giant Batman. That is news I give a shit about. <laughs> yeah. How big is this Batman? 31 inches tall. That's 31 big. inches. That's, that's a big Batman. That's, that's just the biggest thing you have in your It's toy out room. at Walmart. You should go get one. They're 20 bucks. That's 20 bucks for a 31 feet. inch They're Batman? Giant. That's two What Batman is it? Is it inflatable? Is it like it's a, uh, Christian Bale. It's, it's, it's the Dark Knight it's series Dark Batman. It's the Dark He has a soft... That's tw- it's Crispin Glover actually is the Batman. Uh, Crispin Glover? He's covered in rats. No, uh, it's uh, it's interesting. It's got like only like eight points of articulation, and maybe twelve spots of deco. And it's I mean they kept it real simple. Interesting. Uh, and it's you'd have to at that price. Yeah, point. it's pretty. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Well, and yeah. that size too. It's, it's fucking easier. cool though. I and mean, you had really? to look through to get one that wasn't a little scuffy. But it, I mean, because it's all that black, and so anything that kind of hits it. Mm, so yeah, it's not yeah. packaged; it's kind of out in the open. It's just standing there. He's packaged. He has oh, a tiny little is. thing around his feet, and he's but he's huge. That's hilarious. How can you not want a huge Christmas? That's what Bale I, I was just like. I'm twenty. I had some crayons in my hand. I was going to get some crayons. Does it scream at you as you go by? Hey, are they crayons? I wish. Are they Crayola crayons? I'm a two and no, a half foot uh, the, they're the Creo crayons. I'm a two and a half. Creo, the Lego yeah. oh, okay. Transformer. Okay. Basically, yeah, yeah, we were talking about, I was about those to buy. Week, yeah. I was about to buy a Transformer Creon set, and then I was like, "Oh shit!" For half the money, I can get. <laughs> I mean, the toy you back. want, but on the toy you need. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. What it said to me. That's I'm not exactly what it fucking. I'm said. I'm not why you came here, but I'm, I'm why you're gonna leave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not the toy that you want, but I'm the toy that you deserve. That's so great. That's awesome. The time has come. First you will pick up Christian Bale, then you have my permission to buy. <laughs> if you don't buy this now, it's going to come a time when you're going to look back and be like, I, I wish I bought, bought that. that. <laughs> I really do. That is an awesome Gary Oldman. <laughs> and if, and if, if you walk out and you don't buy Rocky, it. I'm commissioning going. Oh, done. Lost me bat signal. Oh. Well, no time for tea and scrumpets. I'm off to go get me a fleshy light. 
Or a torch, as we calls them. Yeah. Hey there, Batsman. I'm, I'm, the, I'm the Commissioner Gordon. How's your uncle, Batsman? I just hop on the lift and meet you up on the roof. Top of the morning, Batsman. Let's hop on a lift and get on the roof. Hello? I'll put a bat signal out a good while ago. And there's no Batman. That's a proper Michael Caine. (laughs) (laughs) I'm the Commissioner Gordon. I pretended to get shot, I did. And then I faked out the Joker. He's quite a Joker. What uh, we use having a laugh, he is. <laughs> Joker. Oh, it was worth putting my wife and child through that. <laughs> yeah, oh, it totally was. It paid off for him in the end. <laughs> Who's you don't give a shit about? <sighs> Andrew, Andrew Basiago tells Como News. Whoa, slow down. That's, yeah, that we, sounds like <laughs> the fucking tapas menu being read. <laughs> Can I get that? Did you get a tapas menu in there? Does the comus come with or without the couscous? I can't serve you, sir. You have to leave. I I can't serve you. I'm allergic to couscous, and I I need to know if the comus comes with couscous. I invite you into my tapas bar. You have to leave. I'm sorry. My picture of sangria has gone empty. Can I get a refill over here? I don't practice sangria. (laughs) (laughs) That would explain all the children. (laughs) Well, look into your crystal ball. That I do have. I have a crystal ball. Hello, you got chips and salsa in here. Oh, I'm Commissioner Gordon. No, I said tapas restaurant. What's that then? Tapas? Tapas the morning to you. I'm the Commissioner Gordon. Wow. Isn't that what you feed the birds? Tapas oh. a bag. Tapas a bag. <laughs> Uh, Basiago uh, says that he was part of a secret experiment what? that used kids to travel through time What? and that he's made dozens of trips back in time. Hold on. This is real? <laughs> well, I'm going to let you decide. Wait a minute. This is news I don't give a shit about? Because <laughs> yeah, if this is real, I give a shit. You're talking about shit. Time travel. <laughs> According to Basiago, Project Pegasus... Uh, operated with 140 kids and 60 adults. Why would adults. they call it Project Pegasus? Because there's kids involved. you got to make it appealing. Pegasus? Project Pegasus. This is how pedophiles Flying horse? Get you, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> 140 kids, 60 adults, including his father, shooting around the timelines. And he's on a mission to expose the experiments to the masses. He explains, quote, I have physically traveled in time. We have. We did over 40 years ago. My dad held my hand, we jumped through the field of energy, and we seem to be moving very rapidly, but there's also a paradox, and we seem to be going nowhere at all. A tunnel was opening in time-space, just like a soap bubble being blown by a child. And when that bubble closed, we were repositioned elsewhere in time-space on the face of the Earth. Unquote. The only thing missing from Basiago's awesome tale of time travel and intrigue is, well, proof. But... He does claim to have a shred of it via a photo of a bugle boy present at the Gettysburg Address in 1863. Quote, in fact, during one uh, probe, 
the one to Gettysburg, the Gettysburg address, I was dressed as a Union bugle boy. I was physically at Gettysburg, unquote. Basiago has taken to the web to help tell his tale with information posted at projectpegasus.net. A quick registrar search shows his law office, yes, his law office, has owned the domain since 2006. So whatever he's up to, he's been at it for a while. It almost sounds like a viral marketing campaign for something. Yeah, kind yeah of it kind of does. Does he have a movie coming out or something? That's, that's, that's what we got so far. Uh, to be continued, I'm sure. I'm not sure if that's news I don't give a shit about. They've been, they've I, been doing things where like they find these old pictures of people. I'm like, oh, my God, Nick Cage is a vampire. Yeah. Keanu Reeves is a vampire. Yeah. You know? Well, that's, that's people that uh, like 12 people. Monkeys. Is, you know, she sees the mm. photo of him from the well, First World yeah. War. Yeah. That was real. But that that's that was in a movie. I'm saying people are At, finding are old we photos. Sure? Mm-hmm. But you're, you're right. This, this, this smells like. Are we sure that's viral a movie? Marketing. Saying, are we sure that's not a documentary? Uh, it's I'm, a mockumentary. I'm pretty sure that almost maybe didn't happen. But that's um, his proof, huh? That he has. A so he's saying he's got a picture of himself, of himself, of himself as a bugle boy, as a bugle boy at the Gettysburg Address. The Gettysburg address. Yeah. He's the boogie woogie bugle boy that traveled through time. <laughs> <laughs> That's what all music sounds like in the yeah. future, by the way. Well, that's because he, tra- he traveled back in time and changed music as we know it. Can they, yeah, at the Gettysburg Address. You would not have... He got up and played I mean, the, I assume, the, the board. Is that what it's called? I mean, the I boredoms. Guess, the boredoms? The board. You would not have the boredoms the without board. the board. Deer you got to go back with me, buddy. Don't make him sound like the back board. Back to the future. <laughs> Why? What's wrong? It's like, something's got to be done about your music. <laughs> Uh, I his, mean, his full name is Marty Skrillex, by the way. Oh, okay. You caused AIDS, Marty. <laughs> <laughs> what? AIDS. Your it's music a, caused AIDS. It's a global <laughs> pandemic. And you caused it. What? What are you talking about? Just shut up and get in the fast car. <laughs> so if I play my guitar, AIDS won't happen? Hello there. What's going on over here? So look all I have to do is play a guitar. Head, motherfucker. Um, Commissioning <laughs> How did you I've get here? Questions for you. What do you mean? How did I you get go here? through the soap bubble? I didn't go no soap bubble. I got dropped off here by my friend the Batman. <laughs> I think he came down the chimney. <sighs> I don't chimney. go down no chimneys. Commissioning Gordon, don't go down no chimneys. I do occasionally go on roofs to turn on bat signals. <laughs> Look here, you crazy professor type. What's this about going in time and giving AIDS? And this is why we don't have a part four. <laughs> have a who? Uh, part four. Part four of what? Back to the Future. <laughs> everyone it got, got a little blue. dark. Because this is all about the script they ever received. Yeah. Well, and it got a little dark. You know, they were like, well, it's about AIDS and how do we. <laughs> about AIDS and Batman. And he's responsible. Philadelphia did really well. We can follow this up. It's just Commissioner Gordon in Philadelphia. It's just a weird combination of Denzel Washington trying to fight for Commissioner Gordon in courtroom. Guest starring the Voyagers. Restage Philadelphia so it's interspersed with this new movie. And you see glimpses of what's going on with Philadelphia. And there's just like, this strange just bugle boy in the background playing his on. bugle all the time. Oh, weird. <laughs> just constantly played playing by Bruce taps. Springsteen. Yeah, <laughs> Bruce Springsteen. 
Uh, news you don't give a shit about, the inevitable collaboration between Zynga and Hasbro has produced a line of board games from the latter that are based on properties from the former, which are from really just clones is that of the... the is that, is that, is that very, the very, ladder's <laughs> variation that Zynga stole? I don't think they have Hasbro. From the ladder. someone else. From the ladder. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, line of board games from the latter that are produced on um, properties of the former, which are just clones of the properties of the latter. Not uh, all... I'm lost of- on your legalese here. Uh, <laughs> So in other Zynga's words, making Hasbro games or Hasbro's making uh, Zynga's Hasbro's games? Hasbro's make making Zynga game. games that are actually versions of Hasbro's old games. So Hasbro's oh, going to okay. make words with friends, which is basically Scrabble. Scrabble. Yeah. yeah. Now, okay. not all the games translate directly. <laughs> Zynga is, uh, is uh, absorbed more than just board game properties. So Farmville's become Hungry Hungry Herd. Basically Hungry Hungry Hippos. Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding. It's going to have like cows instead of hippos? Others are certainly more what? direct. Draw something essentially being Pictionary. Uh, most of the games yeah, will also come with digitally redeemable currency for Zynga games. Of so course they do. Gifts yeah. for everyone. So it's going to be cows with like green marbles or yellow marbles or eating hay? Could They're be. actually going to be the hippos just painted black and white. I don't know. I've never like played I said, Farm Farmville one's a stretch. Yeah, weird. Farmville is one dark road I've never gone down. I did for a little while. I'm sure you did. You News you get, don't give a shit about. You won't be the last. Uh, Evil Head is the Wicked Angel Poor parody of Evil Dead, so if that wasn't abundantly clear. Uh, the film's description includes a, quote, gangbang with possessed trees, so at least they get points for authenticity, if nothing else. So Evil and this was Head. Shit. Evil we'll Head. Give a, of, give evil a shit head. about Evil A parody of Evil I Dead. I give a shit yes. about I, that. I, uh, I'll watch it. <laughs> I always felt like Evil Dead was a bit of a parody of itself. No, no, that's Evil Head 2, Head by Dawn. <laughs> Head by Don, head by Don. Splurt. <laughs> What's that? I, I, hear I, was waiting, I was waiting for you to make I'll swallow your blank. I'll reference. swallow your soul. I'll swallow your jizz. I'll swallow your hole. That's I'll swallow your hole. And then I'll pinch it off. Pinch it off. Pinch it off. Wow. <laughs> Weird. Yeah, well, you know, they're going to keep mining those uh, parody properties, but... Where, where do you go next? Asshole of Darkness? Um, Asshole of <laughs> Darkness. <laughs> I think yeah. they should just run with that anyway, really. Or just Army of Darkness and just, you know... Army, Army. of Darkness. Army. Asshole. <laughs> Asshole, yeah. <laughs> Army of Darkness. <Fartness>. parody. <laughs> Army just, of Feet? What? Army of Fartness. Army of Fartness. <laughs> Just a bunch of guys farting. <laughs> I've seen that YouTube video. Weekend Geek! It's an army of loaded Weekend. Army of dark ass. And army of dark ass. And oh, oh now it's coming together. Yeah. There you go. Ethnic. It's a black exploitation yeah. movie. Yeah. <laughs> Ethnic. 20th oh, Century Fox <laughs> has brought on comic superstar Mark Miller to serve as creative consultant on the studio's upcoming projects based on Marvel comic properties. Miller will work with Fox on developing new avenues for its X-Men and Fantastic Four tent poles. Commented uh, TCF production president Emma Watts, quote, We are excited to be working with Mark. In addition to his groundbreaking Marvel work, he is simply one of the most original voices in comics today and will be an invaluable resource to us and our filmmakers as we look for fresh opportunities to innovate within our shared Marvel universe, unquote. So once again, all we give a shit about is making movies. Our shared Marvel universe. Um... That, that, that's shared, not, our shared Marvel Universe is the great quote. It's not shared at all. <laughs> That'd be not they, nice. And the reason they're saying our shared Marvel Universe is because they want a share of the baskillion dollars yeah. that the Avengers made. Well, I will say, putting depends how much creative control they give 
Mark, it could be good things for those properties. Did Mark he's Miller better than most? Yeah. Did Mark Miller do work on Fantastic Four? Yeah, or? although he's a good, he does really well at making people real assholeish. Yeah, I, I've never seen any of his team teamwork stuff. Hmm. He could do a good X Men uh, and Wolverine. Uh, Wolverine could be good. Oh, well, if you want to do a hands. yeah, something Wolverine's needs, a dick, man. Something needs to be yeah. better than that last Wolverine movie. Oh. They're uh, yeah. That's... They're already working on the next one. So. so yeah, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Be I don't know why. Disappointed. After the last one, I don't know why you I would want to make another one. I guess it made buckets of money. It yep. did. It did. Well. Trains. And it spawned an actual I was, diesel. Video that was game. one of the few. The movies. video game is great. Yeah. And they tagged in that stupid. What's his name at the end? No, oh, the mutant dude. <laughs> no. The Deadpool. They made Deadpool all weird. The Deadpool. They called him The Deadpool. The Deadpool. Not, yeah. Maybe they called him The Deadpool to keep it separate. May, well, all they know. Because that won't be confirmed. And they sewed his mouth shut, too. Yeah. That's yeah. so yeah, the ridiculous. Just ridiculous, yeah. Because <laughs> that won't be confusing. The, the Merc with the mouth wound. And then Deadpool shows up. Like, we'll be able to tell the difference. He won't. He can't play Deadpool and Green Lantern. Maybe sure he can. He can. I'd he rather can. see him play Deadpool than Green Lantern. And that Lantern. guy from Blade. I'd rather see him not do Which is the same character as Deadpool. Yeah. Ever. I they don't keep like that him. mask on. I don't care for him much either. He's the worst. But the ladies love him. Actually, he's not the worst. No. You know who the worst is Who's I discovered the having watched fucking Battleship? Oh. That guy from John Carter of Mars. Yeah, that young he's man. He's the worst. He's not a good actor. I'm like, no wonder John Carter was so bad. I oh, mean, no, he had he, a lot of things going against he him. He was at a core of the problem, though. Yeah, he's, he's the star of the show. He's, and he's... He's weak. I was like, is it? And now I'm like, wow. I mean, he's so bad in Battleship. <laughs> he's so well, bad in Battleship. I mean, Battleship, again, a, is a, a weak terrible movie. But he's but not helping he's it. bad in a terrible movie. Yeah. 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 When, when you're a horrible actor in a horrible movie, yeah. you've got it's, problems. It's yeah. out of control. Yeah. He's the worst. It, the it worst. makes it seem worse than it is. But yeah. it, it was pretty bad. A few months ago, James Cameron announced that he's investing in the business of mining asteroids. Now, the company behind the project... Where from? Planetary Resources, which asteroids are you saying? Yeah. I, I, I from our, This is beyond my pay grade. I'm, I, I assume know. from the asteroid belt, just uh, past... Which one? Just past Mars, there's an asteroid belt. Yeah. Which is called? I don't remember the name of it. Okay. <laughs> so there you go. But it's like the... It's always I been know part it. of it. Yeah, it's like yes. near Saturn. Do you know the name of it? I used to. This uh, is what I'm saying. So did it's I. It's called the... It's, that's not Orion's belt. No, no. It is it's the Gainsburgers belt. Yeah, it's the. <laughs> what's it called? The belt of sorrow. <laughs> no, no, no. That's your belt. You gotta, you gotta do it. In the, you gotta do that in the Voha voice. It is called. Known as the belt I have the of belt sorrow. of regret, and you have the belt of sorrow. You must traverse the belt of sorrow. One cannot go at warp speed through the belt of sorrow. I can't remember that. I, I think it's named after some scientist who probably discovered the asteroid Not the belt. Perseids. Yeah, I don't remember. No, not the Pleiades. Pleiades. But anyway. Mr. What is it called? Uh, well, planetary, the, the, the company, uh, Planetary Resources, is taking job applications. Okay. Chris, oh. Chris Lewicki, the uh, president of Planetary Resources, announced that the company's hiring paid interns in an email to supporters Monday. Quote, do you want to be an asteroid miner? Well, here's your chance. I want to be an asteroid miner. We're looking for passionate college students for paid co-op positions to help us mine asteroids this spring and summer. If you love space and want to contribute directly to the development of the next generation of space exploration technology, we want to hear from you or anyone you know that you think will be interested, unquote. What? Sadly, (laughs) 
The company's really only looking for juniors and seniors in college studying things like aerospace, engineering, computer science with a GPA of 3.2 or higher. Plus, you have to be willing to relocate to Bellevue, Washington from January to August of next year. You also have to wear the words crazy paints (laughs) on your forehead at all times. (laughs) You also need to drink syrup directly from the bottle. Come on now. You also have to shit yourself and then dance around claiming you're the queen of France. (laughs) What the fuck is this? This is a So anybody from Broken Lizard. What's the wheel? It's going to be this man. James Cameron and Richard Branson. Are going to take us to space. To narrow your entire body and paint it blue. <laughs> According to this, Paul, it's just called the main belt. The main. According to belt. Wikipedia, the main asteroid Wikipedia, belt. Or that's the what main I wear belt. every day. Screw Wikipedia. Well, you know, it's what other asteroid belt names are there? Not. And even if you do get the gig, you won't be doing any actual mining, as the company isn't planning to start those operations until the end of the decade. Still? Yeah, I would think it would take a little more than five months to get people <laughs> to the freaking asteroids that are past Mars, well, that, where it took NASA 40 well, years to get people to freaking Mars. We haven't even done it yet. That's why you use interns instead of astronauts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because we don't want to be cruel uh, to dogs. God bless their desire to... But it's a, it's a chance to get on the ground floor of the industry if well, those of you out there are qualified and interested. Drones and robots and shit, right? There won't be any human yeah. travel. Yeah, more than likely. Yeah. Probably, yeah. No. For a while now. No. Humans in space right now is a dumb idea. If Bruce it's can James do it, Cameron. Can do it. He knows better. No. He doesn't. <laughs> He's done <laughs> underwater stuff a bunch. <laughs> underwater translates very well to outer space. I, yeah, yeah, to a degree. Yeah. Uh, we'll and I know see. he's done new robots deep down there, but he's also sending people he's down go, there with those robots. He goes robots. down there all the time. What is he? Go yeah, he goes. I know he loves to look at the Titanic because mm-hmm. it made him so much money. <laughs> <laughs> it's like looking at my collectibles. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. yeah. James Cameron has James the Titanic. Has except big except his actually made him money. Yeah, no, yeah, that's, that's yeah. the difference. Yeah. Yep. And, nobody, and nobody will money, ever yeah. steal it. But we both look at him with wonder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think he thinks he owns the Titanic, the actual Titanic. He's not far off yeah, from the truth, kinda, probably, no, at this point. Of ridiculous. I mean, I, awesome if it works. and It's a bold idea, but that's a hilarious, hey, looking for interns to go mine asteroids. Well, you know, that's you know not what, happens really what you're looking for. You're well, looking you know what happens for... when you answer the ads in college to go, you know, salmon fishing up in Alaska. So what happens? You get part uh, of a hit television show cornhole? and no, that, get that, spin-offs? That's what you could hope for, yeah, but that's, <laughs> that's what you get. You get You get stuck you get in cornhole by a hairy old man. You get stuck yeah. in the belly cornhole of a giant fishing boat. with a herring? <laughs> yes. what you were trying what to happens? say? That is what happens. happens. No, you get stuck in the bottom of a giant fishing boat just chopping the heads off the fish Yeah, it's absolute suck work. You get paid well to do it, but it's It's like 30 bucks an hour or something crazy like that. But yeah, it's you're literally in the bottom of a boat all day, Gutting surrounded fish. by thousands and thousands of pounds of dead fish that you're gutting and cutting apart and throwing in ice. So Sounds like fresh. the last sorority I went to. I can't tell if you're trying to do Andrew Dice Clay or <laughs> Bad combination. It's the same thing. <laughs> I'm going to make a reference and then I'm going to realize nobody knew what I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> so I got it. <laughs> It started off 
it, it's. Oh. <laughs> I mean, for me, it was dice play all the way. I, I, it didn't even oh. resemble. Well, you definitely it got was, no respect. It was, it was dice play. Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> Who's playing at the Riviera right now? Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> no, he's not. He's playing right here in our living room. Oh. <laughs> I'd rather watch that. Oh. Andrew Dice Clay. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, Variety reports that the Wachowskis and J. Michael Straczynski are teaming up to create a new TV series called Sense8. The concept for the show is secret, but what we do know is it's being pitched to several outlets as an hour-long series that Straczynski will serve as showrunner, and the Wachowskis will uh, likely direct several episodes themselves. In the meantime, Straczynski himself also has a thriller series in the works for ABC, and the siblings... about Michael Jackson? It is. No, it's not. No, like a thrill, like it's thrilling to watch. Good luck. <laughs> While the siblings are doing press ahead of their October 26th release of Cloud Atlas, also prepping their next film, Jupiter Ascending. By the way, saw a preview for Cloud Atlas. Yeah. That looks really like it's going to be kind of awesome. What is it? It's, I don't know. <laughs> We don't know. Yeah. I don't no know. One really There's a lot knows. of amazing visuals. Amazing visuals. What they seem to be saying is that it seems to sort of be saying that there are certain people in our lives that we are destined to be in contact with in one way or another, and that in each incarnation of ourselves, we keep encountering them no matter what. Sort of a soulmate. Okay. And it's also dealing with re, that we live life, we live several lives. Over and again. so that the parallels and how those things, and that, and it almost kind of implies that we're, these people are aware of that connection and that it's a connection from a past life. But not entirely. But it's it looks beautiful. It looks <laughs> and this is beautiful. just from a trailer, so we don't really know <laughs> what really it's about. No, but it's yeah. a gorgeous. I mean, it's one of the most beautiful trailers I have seen cool. yeah. in a long ass time. And if that's what the movie is, I will gladly go watch oh, that yeah. movie. It, it, it definitely got me. It's um, a stunning. You're like, I want to see that. And to me, that's a good trailer. Is everybody dressed in like white and stuff? No, no, no. That's no? people, everyday people, just through in different times and places and worlds, and and there is some future stuff and some present mm. stuff, and it's it looks beautiful. Like I say, it did what a trailer should do. It made me want to see it, cool. as opposed to what most trailers do, which is tell Show you what you the, the fucking, fucking movie, movie is. Yeah. Yeah. I don't give a crap about that. Get me excited about seeing the movie, yeah, yeah. Thank and you. then I'll go see There's it. Been so many of those trailers lately, where it's just like, well, I don't ever have to see that piece of shit. Yeah, it's like, or they like completely turn you off of the film. You're like, okay, I definitely do not want to see this film. The house at, all. at the end of the street. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, it was a really well crafted trailer. Yeah. I think I think it was a really well crafted. But that's what well, we were talking about the Coen Brothers earlier. Mm. I think they do pretty good trailers too, because some of their trailers are that way. Like for yeah. for uh, what we were talking about, that they tease a concept that you didn't care for. Uh, oh brother, where are oh, brother, where art thou? Yeah. They had that great thing where the everybody was floating in the water. And yeah, went by and the air tin, kind of which by, is yeah. a cut from the movie, but it's a little longer than what you see in the movie. Yeah, and, yeah, and I was like. I don't know what the hell that is, but uh, it's pretty cool. I won't go see it, you know, that kind of thing. So, um, But anyway, they're doing a TV show, huh? J. Michael Straczynski and the yes, Wachowski they Brothers. <laughs> they sure are. And oh, snap me right back in time. Like, what? They are? What? Okay. Uh, do we care that they're doing a TV show? Well, Straczynski is a kind of a 
big name in geekdom. So yeah, yeah. so when he, whenever he's got a new project, I kind of pay attention. And it's called Super Eight. Yes, it's called Super Eight. No, it's not <laughs> Super. Eight. That was uh, a Sense Eight. That Sense was, Eight. Super Eight was a nice movie by J.J. Abrams. Yes, it was. Yes. Yeah. It was. Sense 8. Sense 8. Which like an eighth sense? Like perhaps. To, like to sense 8. Like sense 8? <laughs> no, like sense 8. Sense 8. Teach me how to, to fight? In, to impose <laughs> sensation upon. To sense 8. It's, it's spelled with the number 8. Fuck that. But that's, just how they, <laughs> that's just how they do it for their license plate. <laughs> that's for the license plate. Yeah. That's yeah. a good point, Mike. Oh, okay. So, um, Okay. Uh, the presidential and vice presidential <laughs> debates begin tomorrow, Wednesday. Uh, if you want to watch them, Microsoft oh. is offering a bit of an incentive. If you watch the debates <laughs> through Xbox Live, you get a free Halo 4 suit for your avatar. Now, one reason I can actually recommend it over cable news is it's just a video feed with no talking heads or commercials oh. or running commentary. So That's, it actually is a good, pure way of catching the debate. That would be kind of a nice way to watch on it. On Xbox? Yeah. On Xbox. And, and you, you get, get an avatar. And you, you get, get an the avatar. Halo 4 Outfit. avatar. Um, That's hilarious. An incentive to watch the debates. I'm curious as to why they're offering an incentive. Is, yeah, is there probably some kind to of... get people to vote. Well, I no. mean... <laughs> well, it's part of that, but part of it also is to uh, increase awareness of their... They're events live watcher. Yeah. Oh, there that you go. Sense. That's okay. a big part of it. Yeah. There you go. A lot of people are interested in the. Uh, in Nobody gives a fuck debate. about that fucking mm-hmm. Golden Gods of Rock concert. Mm-hmm. Not many people watch the uh, Land- Mars landing. Oh yeah. Oh, did they do that? They, they did. did. Yeah, Watch the Mars landing on the Xbox Live. I didn't hear about the Golden Gods of Rock one. <laughs> See now, this you should the work problem. with your good PR. This is it what was we're hosted by D. Snyder. Really? Well, yes. shit. I know. How huh? did I miss that? The closing I don't band. Know. I would have liked that. I will liked never guess D. who the closing band was. Boredom. <laughs> <laughs> Boredoms. The Boredoms. <laughs> no, just boredom. No boredom. <laughs> Just everybody sitting around. Marilyn Manson, I think, closed it out. I know he was he was there. Uh, I wanted to see him. All right. Th- this was an interesting story. Uh, to- Todd McFarlane is suing Spawn. What? Huh? Actually, he's suing the character. He's suing Al Simmons. Ah, his former. Wait, he's huh? suing his friend Al Simmons. His former friend and employee, after oh, whom no. he named the secret yeah. identity of his character Spawn. And who he then employed to dress up as Spawn. Yeah. And appear at various comic conventions. Early. And launches at his comic store. It's all due to a book that Simmons wrote, The Art of Being Spawn, in which McFarlane claims Simmons had stated that Simmons' life was the inspiration for Spawn and that Simmons had violated his employment terms and breached his duty of loyalty as well as alleging libel for damaging his reputation and exposing trade secrets, false endorsements, false advertising, and both trademark and copyright infringement. He is claiming damages of at least $75,000, and Al Simmons' wife and fellow ex-employee Melanie Simmons is also named as defendant. Uh, Todd has had a history of this. Uh, He's named uh, Spawn's wife and child after his own, named Spawn's best friend Terry Fitzgerald after a senior member of his publisher, Mm -hmm. and then uh, transformed... Oh, oh, yeah, and then he transformed uh, Dave Sims Cerberus into uh, Fairy Tits, Gerald. The uh, lawsuit claims that, quote, Al Simmons was flattered and eagerly gave his consent to McFarlane in 93 for his name to be part of Spawn and was not the inspiration for Spawn's central character, and no one has ever confused the character with defendant Al Simmons. Curiously, defendant Al Simmons has, over the years as Spawn, enjoyed popularity, remarked on how his association with plaintiffs have provided him with some name recognition and notoriety where he has none before Spawn. 
Defendant Simmons has, in effect, traded on plaintiff's fame, brand, and copyright protection creation, and now is deliberately using falsities in the book to further attempt to improve improperly capitalize and infringe upon McFarland's company's property interests and McFarland's name, likeness, and identity, unquote. Uh, Spawn.com has removed all trace, it seems, of Al Simmons from the website because it's possible that stories which claim Al Simmons as the inspiration for Spawn might not go down well. For example, here's a story from Spawn.com website that can still be found by using Google Cache. Mm -hmm. Quote, this is directly from McFarland's site. It isn't every day that you get a chance to meet a real-life superhero, but Saturday, December 16th is your chance for one day only. Meet Spawn himself, Al Simmons. A college friend of Spawn creator Todd McFarlane, Simmons helped inspire the title character and currently serves as curator for the McFarlane Companies, unquote. It's ridiculous. So, yeah, Todd, that's what's going Todd on. McFarlane's you know what, dick. This, Todd, you've, you're, you've got way too much money and you're being a baby. I'm sorry, I'll give that too, more of it away. copyright law and this whole... It's a well, mess. And, it's and a freaking mess. And the funniest thing is, I mean, he that's image. You know, he got he tried to get away from the big guys, and he became what he hated. But that was that's been his destiny from the get go. Money, man. Money I, kills man, it all. I stopped buying that book after one hundred and seven. I should have stopped after twenty five. That just the worst comic. God damn it! He threw that in the garbage. <laughs> he makes the he made he did a great deal of good stuff for action figure technology. Yes, he did. Yeah, but, some cool figures, and I'm mm, not even a, a collector of those. So things, many but. goddamn McFarlane figures and Spawn figures. Yeah, but what a douche nozzle he is. And you know what? It, it, it's so stupid. Every time that something like this happens, and these companies pull all these articles and shit off their website, it's like, do they not know that nothing is ever? completely erased from the internet it is a redundant communications system so if you try to take down like they did the stories there's a cache of it out there somewhere in the internet and somebody's going to be able to find it any lawyer worth their salt is going to be able to say this article you deleted off your website seems to contradict everything that you're saying in your suit, Mr. McFarlane. You can't stop the signal mail. I mean, yeah, exactly. try to cancel your Facebook account. From yeah. what I understand, it takes a good 10 to 12 hours of constant clicking and adjusting and erasing and doing you get It's like 4,000 steps. But it's never completely gone To either. completely erase your account. Really? The only, oh, wow. One thing that will apparently do a very good job of it is if your email account gets erased oh. because it connects it to your email account. Because yeah. a buddy of mine was just like, I have to start over on Facebook. There's a lot of dead people on Facebook. Yeah. Well, because... Who's going to get I was taken off that the of other day. When someone dies and they're on Facebook, who, what happens to their account? Just they start there. spamming uh, Noid commercials. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They I'm, stop spamming Domino's commercials. Well, you see a lot of... Domino's, uh, <laughs> Domino's has been taking <laughs> over, has been taking over dead people's accounts. Dead people. and no, but I'm sure you get a lot yeah. of Nike commercials on there like you do from friends who get Just spammed. Just do it? Yeah. No, have you seen that? All those spam for like neon tennis shoes no. that people get every now and then? I'm nope. sure that's... Yeah. I'm not friends with those kind of spammers. Fuck I'm not either, but <laughs> every now and then I got a friend who gets hit. Sorry. 20th Century Fox has finally selected one of the seven names in contention to direct the sequel to last year's Rise of the Planet of the Apes. <laughs> According to Deadline, the studio has made an offer to Matt okay. Reeves, director of Cloverfield right. and Let it. Me In. Also, Columbia Pictures has confirmed that Mark Webb will be directing the next Amazing Spider-Man Mark 2. Mark Webb! Well, how could he not direct uh, Spider-Man? With that His name. name is Webb, yeah. Yeah, comes in. <laughs> uh, back in June, Japan... Web Slinger. Yeah. <laughs> back in... Let's see, but 
what people out there don't realize is he's doing this by his penis. So, <laughs> I think that was pretty obvious. I don't think it was. I think it was pretty obvious. Noob. <laughs> if you know Paul, no. and most of the listeners, I think, would know Paul by they now. They would think he was doing it into a taco. We that know was pretty Paul. obvious. <laughs> so sour cream for your taco, sir. Uh, he's really ooh, sour. Ooh. <laughs> it tastes like the taco. Back in June, Japan... <laughs> <laughs> oh lordy! It's just more taco flavor. <laughs> this taco tastes more like taco now. This taco has fucking G's all over it. <laughs> well, we call that a Sagio cheese. Oh, this is the most taco flavored taco I've ever had. It's like double tacos with G's. This is like a taco taco. <laughs> Back in June, June, Japan forced through <laughs> ah June forced through a rather stringent copyright amendment that included some odd provisions for those getting caught downloading copyrighted material. Most anti-piracy legislation deals with those caught uploading content that infringes, but Japan's apparently going for the other end of the spectrum as well. As of last Monday, those individuals who are caught downloading could face a fine of two million yen, that's twenty-five thousand dollars roughly, Whoa. and two years in jail. All right, so what? Don't download illegally. If, if Japan you're in Japan, after you. stop the stop all the downloading. Don't <laughs> download illegally. Yeah. And then what was the thing about the rise of the Planet of the Apes <laughs> sequel? They have a director. They have a director. To it. The oh, guy from okay. Cloverfield's directing. The guy from Cloverfield. That guy? And let me that in. That guy. And let me in. I yeah. didn't see Let Me In. Was uh, Let Me In any good? Because I saw the original. Yeah, yeah. it's oh, not okay. as good as yeah, the original, yeah. but it's still good. The, the original is yeah, really brilliant. fascinating. One the, yeah. And one of the, one of the most effective. Final scenes I've yep. ever seen. Yep. Oh, yeah, that's a yeah, really You couldn't cool stop kid. talking about it after he saw it. That's it's a good. really the cool, cool movie. scene. Is brilliant. It's real good. That's a really cool movie. Yeah. yeah. Where you're like, what is it? Oh, and yeah. And then at the end, you're like, I see what that was all about. Who's <laughs> ready for Xbox Live discounts? I got them already. Oh, the rewards thing? Is that what we're talking about? Microsoft is launching a new Xbox Live rewards system that provides discounts on Xbox Marketplace for players who have earned enough achievement points. The Gamer Score Rewards program features a three-tiered system. Players with a Gamer Score above 25,000 points will get a 2% discount on Xbox Live Marketplace. Players who've earned between 10,000 and 24,999 points get 1% off. Lastly, any player who's earned more than 3,000 points will get a special gift on their birthday. The gift will have a value of 15 Microsoft points. The discount applies to just about a everything. Hat for your avatar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Discount applies to just, yeah, 15. Isn't yeah. it like a buck? 25 cents. No. Oh, no, 15. Is, yeah, yeah, 25 yeah. cents. It's two it's, bits, baby. Wow. Discount will apply when buying Microsoft points. And uh, you can the only discount get. Discount will apply buying Microsoft points? Yeah, but that's the only time it applies. That's the discount when you buy your Microsoft, because otherwise it's going to be a double. Then you get 4% off. Well, what if you buy well, the but cards? If, but if you have so it only works if you buy it through Xbox Live? Probably. But they tax that now. Dick Jesus. Yeah, like he's saying, you can't They're come trying in. to cut you off the path to get the discounted Xbox points on cards. But that's theirs anyway, too. The fucking machinations of this shit <laughs> is just out of my fucking control. So, so if you use a card mm-hmm. that you bought at the grocery store, yeah. and then if you purchase say a game mm-hmm. with said card yeah you will not get the two percent discount on the game that's my understanding i could be wrong but that's what i seem to be reading here weird and you have to uh to re- i saw a slight discount <laughs> it's right behind you 
I gained a little bit of money. It's actually kind of working. I got 30 cents. 30 cents. Who are you? Huh? Who are you? I don't know. <laughs> no. I'm sorry. I should have revealed myself earlier. Hold on. Let me take off this helmet. Hello there. Oh. What's going on? Oh. Somebody was telling me about <laughs> discounts for <laughs> Xbox Live. I love that both I'm commissioning Jeff and Gordon. Like, no. <laughs> Jeff's in, got a heating pad on. Unison, Man, this is really Jeff hurting. Jeff and Mike him. both went, oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Seemed pretty obvious on. to me. That's what was going to happen. Jeff's got a heating. He's in physical pain. My shoulder, my shoulder is. He's an yeah. old man. Where'd you get that? By the way, I want one of those. Uh, this is a little too small, but they do have a larger version. Uh, Walgreens. He found it in a parking lot. Yeah. I'm gonna have to go get that because. But, but the parking in, in Walgreens <laughs> is very <laughs> difficult. All right, you gotta look out for what that. What you do? Depends um, on what time of day you go. Yeah, that's true. It's <laughs> a good point. You should start a blog. Um, parking. Yeah, the parking block. Parking block. Parking. My, right. parking, so, <laughs> my parking escapades. <laughs> Here's my Comic Con th- International. <laughs> the worst parking experience ever. <laughs> Went to the yeah. movies today. No problems parking. <laughs> <laughs> Just daily parking reports. Yeah. <laughs> parking was excellent. <laughs> <laughs> Plenty of parking at noon at Hardee's. <laughs> Dude, Hardee's. <laughs> I don't think our listeners on the West Coast know what Hardee's is. <laughs> oh, dude. It's Carl's Jr. If you're at Hardee's at noon, something's gone horribly wrong. You're usually, your plans be... fell through. Your oh, plans yeah. fell all the way the well, fuck through. Here I am at Wendy's and my date didn't show up. Oh, Guess I'll go to Hardee's. Hardee's. I don't deserve Wendy's. I got stood up. I'm going to Hardee's. Hardee's is gross. Uh, um, my question is... Uh, the Hardee's didn't used to be gross. Before they were bought by Carl's Jr., they were pretty good. They were good. pretty good when I was They're, a kid. I lived in Kansas. That was where we went. Uh, their breakfast uh, biscuits. Were yeah, they, oh, those cinnamon raisin oh, biscuits were amazing. Were awesome. They were my favorite fast food when I was a kid. I, mine was just the regular old biscuit, not the cinnamon raisin. We always raisins. have oh, a fast food raisin discussion on the show. Awesome. How could you not? Um, so <laughs> the points that we're earning upon the Xbox in order to get set rewards mm-hmm. of these giant savings, is that just for a year? Is that in a month? Is that in a week? You have to earn that many points? Uh, you, no, you just no, have total. to have that many points total. Ever and in your life. And if you have those many points and you are an Xbox Live Gold subscriber, you will get those rewards. For the rest of your life, you'll get 2% off. You get 2%. Off. Yep. I've already got. I've already well, got. That's cool. Something. Then that's better. It's, great. it's better, that's than better than nothing. Than yeah. Better than every a sharp month stick in the eye. Every year you got to earn the yeah. points. Better than nothing. Yeah, we're spending that money anyway. So yeah. And I mean, my, I just I, you do do the my Xbox on online. Do you ever look at their? Uh, whoa. <laughs> okay. <laughs> stuff. I, no, I don't ever look at that. Pinch it off. <laughs> <laughs> it just got pinched off. Do you ever look at the stats and stuff of of your account and everything? Uh, once in a while. So they know. have that online. You can look at my Xbox and whatnot. And I look yeah, right yeah. up. And I am such the abhorrent. You're a aberration. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like. Oh, you're not telling as, me anything. I don't know. Yeah, as you're, far you're, as like you're, you're an abhorrent crafty. aberration. Well, the, the the level of downloads that I do is like off the charts compared to everybody else, yeah. kind of thing. You know, we are in that weird place of people that buy tons of online. No, no, no. Stuff my Xbox, and, I only see downloads whenever I'm playing with you. Yeah. 
What do you mean you only see downloads? The only, it's games, the only time I download anything is when the you only games he has do downloaded oh. are games that you want to play with. I it. download so much and stuff. Then you, and then yeah, you Todd do. and I were talking about it yesterday, and then we download it, and then we play it once with you, and then we never play it again. Okay, name, <laughs> name three games like that. Which is funny because uh, I'll talk about the flashback episodes can. coming up. But one of the flashback episodes Catan with Barry is Barry complaining about this exact same yeah. thing. I bought Catan for myself. I didn't buy Catan. Catan's for you. great. Catan's it's a great fantastic. Game. I love that game. I, that new Marvel uh, versus Capcom Origins is right. amazing. Yeah, the other night. Two games you were in one. It. You loved I'll it. Play yeah. the fuck out of that game. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> NASA damn. revealed that the rover has discovered evidence of an old stream bed. There have been other evidence pointing to previous existence of water on Mars, but Curiosity's captured images of ancient gravels that formed due to the stream bed, which had never been done before. Even better than merely capturing images of the gravel, NASA scientists can extrapolate the speed and distance of previous streams' flow based on the size and shape of them. Quote, From the size of gravels it carried, says William Deitch, Curiosity Science co-investigator, we can interpret the water was moving about three feet per second with a depth somewhere between ankle and hip deep. Unquote. That's a good size little stream. Water in Mars. Not currently. Well, there not was the, water in Mars. It's like a creek. Then. So it got time. evaporated off the planet? Who knows? Well, we, we, you have to watch Back to the Future 4 to know what happened Is back then. Is it under <laughs> the planet? It's frozen. Uh, the temperatures it's have dropped to the point frozen underneath. Liquid water is Were there other things possible. in the water? And we need to get Arnold Schwarzenegger to put does his hand, Dairy Queen put sell his hand on the thing. Are there fish in the water? You would think if there's water, if there's any animal life, that they would they would find some kind of well, they, evidence of that. They but found fossilized like microbial life before, but no fish, <laughs> not yet. Okay, I don't know. Hold hold your hold I your salmon know. fishing in I, in the Martian. I don't I don't have an answer for uh, you on that one. Fields. We've we've explored like less than five percent of the entire planet. I can't Mars. I can't answer that question. So here's the guy on Mars that had to go salmon fishing. But it's a Martian on salmon fishing, and he goes, I love that one from the boredoms. Yeah, that's. All right, uh, Stanley news. Uh, the 89 year old Stanley had a had pacemaker surgery late last week. He's currently doing fine. Lee is already back at work and posted this comment on his POW Entertainment site. I'm going to give this to our uh, resident Stan Lee interpreter. <laughs> interpreter. <laughs> our, our, poor, our poor man Stan Lee over here. This is Stan Lee. <laughs> now hear this. Your leader hath not deserted thee. In an effort to be more like my fellow Avenger, Tony Stark, I have had an electronic pacemaker placed near my heart to ensure that I'll be able to lead thee for another 90 years. Excelsior! <laughs> Excelsior. Bullpen! I got, I, you know, I gotta say, Stan Lee's, I love his... He's still just a big kid. I love, I love yeah. his overuse yeah. of thee. He's turning the yeah, floor now. He's it's just great. a kid. He's still just a kid doing what he thinks is cool. Yeah, they had some documentary on. Uh, I think it was Showtime the other day where they. I, I caught it like yeah. I caught like the last like fifteen minutes of it, so I missed uh, the good portion of it. And uh, but yeah, he's it's on Netflix. It's is like, it on Netflix? It's like okay. his whole story of how he got you know the beginning of all this. Comics yeah, but like he and they were talking. He was they were talking with him and his wife about their relationship yeah. and so forth. And yeah, he's a big kid. Yeah, it's awesome. Once in a it while. Is. 
<laughs> it is she funny. just she just comes up on me from nowhere. I'll be sitting having dinner, and suddenly the claws grasp my back, so, and I'm shaken to my core because I think, by the hoary hosts of Hoggoth, could it be one of Doctor Strange's evil multidimensional nemesis coming to take me away? But no, it's just the wife. And she's looking to have relations. Now, Stan, so sure enough, what? Do you have to remain completely still because the slightest <laughs> movement will set her into a fit of passion? I do, but I'm incapable of that. So sure enough, the passion flies. And then it's off with the panties. And whoa, welcome to the fucking fish market. <laughs> Oh. 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 Because she doesn't clean her pussy. <laughs> it wasn't Stanley at all. It was Andrew Dice Clay oh, this whole time. Oh, 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 I dressed up like an old fucking man and I fooled you. Goo, boo, 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 I boo, thought boo. it was Gilbert Godfrey all along. <laughs> <laughs> no, what I did was I said I was a boo, 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 boo. <laughs> So Stan Lee is a cyborg. Yeah, uh, I fucked it. <laughs> but I mean, in this documentary, they talk about like the, young, the guys that he worked with early on. Okay. would be like, what do you want? How do you want this done? And, da, da, da. and he'd be like literally jumping up on his desk and being like, you know, like this. And he'd do the kicks and the punches at them. And they'd all, he was just a crazy kid the whole time. Yeah. After I fucked that bitch, people <laughs> thought I took my nuts for a bath in an aquarium. The Dark Knight Rises will have an exclusive Blu-ray combo pack when it's released on December 4th, <laughs> which will feature 17 featurettes on the making of the movie, a documentary about the Batmobile. How many? 17. <laughs> it's as bad as the uh, Lord of the Rings movies. Something called The Journey of Bruce Wayne. And a replica of Batman's broken mask. The journey of Bruce Wayne is the journey of Natty Gan, redubbed with. <laughs> she wears a Batman mask through it. Oh, just it's just the journey of Natty Gan, but they put a CGI bat mask on her. <laughs> so <laughs> everywhere she goes, they're like, "Get out of here, kid!" She's like, "Oh, I gotta ride the rails." I'm Batman. <laughs> I'm Batman. <laughs> I'm Batman. I'm the journey of Batty Man. I'm Batman. The journey of Batty, Batty Man. Man. <laughs> Batty Man. Instead of Natty Gan, Journey of Batty Man. Oh, I have to pretend to be a boy to find my father. I'm so glad that I'm watching Batman Live tomorrow, and this will all go away. <laughs> no, this sets it up. Oh, this uh, is going to be. Uh, this is uh, what you're going to watch. All day, this you're going to be like, a, oh, that reminds me of Paul. This is so far in the rearview mirror. Now it's going to be I'm bad. trying to figure out oh, which day I can go. Hey, there's Commissioner Gordon. <laughs> oh, my God. It's going to be uh, Batman of Green Gables. It's going to be Oh, it's oh, going to be nah. brilliant. Batman of Green Gables is one of my favorites. <laughs> Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, look, there's the penguin. I bet his bull sack smells like the fucking sea world on a bad day. What's going on, Shamu Nuts? Bagoo goo, blue goo, boo The 1996 Coen Brothers drama Fargo. <laughs> it's like freaking Andrew D&D &D dice clay. <laughs> 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 
Yeah. I guess it's getting me the <laughs> Andrew D20 Clay. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Roll your initiative, Dice. You've goo gooed him to death. Oh, boo, 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 <laughs> You were saying, uh, oh, the this Cullen is brothers quickly slipping into the quagmire. <laughs> giggity, giggity. <laughs> no, a quagmire that <laughs> we will be stuck in and we will not be able to get out of. A stinking, fetid pool. Where else would quagmire be? Giggity, giggity. <laughs> it smells like someone put a bunch of clams in a kiddie pool and left it in the sun. Bogo, bo, bo, gadogi. Uh, it's the badogi. It's the badogi that sells it. That's what does it. <laughs> you don't know the joke is made until uh, you get the <laughs> yeah. It always now jokes now are the same punchline, and yet it's funny. <laughs> always <laughs> punchlines are bagoogadoogadogi. Yeah. <laughs> it's Paul's version of and that's my life. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> oh Jesus. The 1996 Coen Brothers drama Fargo will soon be getting a sequel of sorts in the form of a Fargo TV series. Oh, really? The series will be developed by Joel and Ethan Coen to be scripted by Noah Hawley, who does Bones, and will only be loosely based on the film. The 90s, uh, 1996 dark comedy followed a faux criminal plot gone wrong with Francis McDormand as a jovial pregnant police chief from Minnesota trying to track down a group of criminals responsible for the death of a policeman and the kidnapping of a car salesman wife. It's a good movie. Yes, it is. I don't know why it needs to be made into a TV series. Because there's money uh, in TV. Smallville. <laughs> what? It's, it's going to ma- be a mashup with Smallville. <laughs> what? She's going to yeah, Superman, yeah. don't you? In the end, we're going to realize she's not really in well, love no, with I'm her husband. Pretty sure, I'm pretty sure you're <laughs> Superman. I'm pretty sure uh, no, you can no. fly. I don't know what you're talking about, man. I saw you flying. No, I was, that wasn't okay, me. That was someone else. Look, I don't I know. Saw you f- oh. Look, I'm trying to help you here. Oh, I'm all if, pregnant. Look, I'm I've trying to help. Baby. If I could just, if you could just give Hold me a on. minute. I got to get, get my baby. Look, I have to I have to deal with someone Oof. in the. I'm my just baby's trying to coming out car. right now. I got to stab. Look, I got to I'm get, just a oh, salesman. Here it comes. I'm just, I, what are you doing, sir? I love that one for Whoa, it smells like somebody <laughs> left their fucking goldfish out on the fucking frying pan. Left the goldfish out on the frying pan? You know, oh. No, no, you don't do that. <laughs> Nobody does that. It's like no, taking yeah. a fish for a walk. Go, 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 play that. <laughs> 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 it's like an angelfish wrapped in an old comic book. <laughs> it's like somebody had a bag of fish sticks that they were using as a cold compress and they forgot about it behind the couch. In a pinch, though, fish sticks do work as a good cold compress. Do they? That's, that's another part of the medical plan. <laughs> If fish you're sticks, out of frozen peas, and a bottle Move of fish sticks. Comb. That's it. Bottle of Bactine. Bactine. Bactine and frozen peas. In a pinch, fish sticks will work. Fish sticks will work. Do you like fish sticks? Monkey fish. Shortly after the mass shooting at a movie theater in Aurora, Colorado. How shortly? Uh, very shortly. Quickly after. A man named Michael David Turley 
decided to send his 16-year-old nephew walking around Phoenix dressed as a terrorist carrying a fake RPG launcher. Michael David Turley, 39, of Phoenix, Arizona, uploaded footage of the July 28th stunt on YouTube in which he explains how he wanted to test how long it took local police to react to just days after the Batman shooting in Aurora, Colorado. So you send your kid out to be... What a chicken shit, piece of crap guy. Yeah. Police were bombarded with 911 calls from motorists who spotted the apparently armed 16-year-old on the street and said they responded one minute after they received reports. At the time, Phoenix Police Department made no arrests because the weapon was harmless and they were told it was for a movie. It wasn't until a few weeks later when Turnley uploaded a video of the incident to YouTube that police then arrested him for being a public jackass. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Good, 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 good. You go Joke to good, good, good jail. <laughs> what a wow. dick. What a dick and a dick move. Yeah, that's Don't pretty. ever test the police. What a dumb thing to do. And not only that, but let's face it. Now YouTube, Twitter, that's now become the new police band. Yeah. Yeah. They know what's going on mm-hmm. because you're telling it. Yeah. It's and so- don't ever make your kid do stupid shit <laughs> that they yes. don't want to do because you don't have the guts to do it yourself. How oh, is his nephew even? Horrible. What a rat bastard. Yeah. So what do you think? Write to us. Comments at <laughs> UglyCouchShow.com. <laughs> and watch The Ugly Couch Show itself. We tell you what to watch, what to read, not what to play. Now, uh, we will be gone for the next two weeks. Wah, wah. But I have put together for you uh, two more Rewind episodes. Aww. Some very fine ones. In fact, the next one to go up is one of my favorites. Before I go into that... We got some complaints because we did the first flashback episode, uh-huh. but back then our episodes were only a half hour long, and so we got some complaints oh, that there, uh, the show realize. was a little short. Oh, like, really, hey, fucker? I got to listen to. I got to work to go. And also, yeah. like, you, you can't really hear Paul, and I'm like, like volume wise. No, he just doesn't have anything to say. <laughs> well, it changes change very quickly. quickly. Yeah. <laughs> so, Trust me. So what I've started to do for those early episodes for the flashback. I didn't flashback. complain about it, though. <laughs> <laughs> That's because you live with it every Tuesday. So what I decided to do, instead of just releasing them on point, I've combined two together. So you're going to get a full hour long now. It'll be a combination of two episodes. But what makes the next one great, combinations of two and three, is two is recorded the day after Star Trek The Experience closed. Ooh. And so it's actually a nice time capsule of that moment. And then episode three was a uh, accounting of alien tales, of all the strange things that happened to us in costume at the Star Trek Experience. Oh, fun. Well, that's a good comment. So it is a fantastic rewind. and, uh, And I'll just say that episodes four and five... We're joined by Agent Skills. Oh, yes. And his tasing. Yes. <laughs> and also talk about Barry's love of gem, which led to us going to Gen Con. Gem Con. Well, so. yeah, a good old uh, Doug X did it for us. That was an awesome piece. Still one of my favorite things we ever did. Yeah, it is phenomenal. If you uh, Check that out before you catch the Rewind number three. But we, rewind number two will be next week. Rewind number three will be the week following. After that, we'll be back with an all-new Geek Shock. And until then, I am Master Torgo. The famous Paul. Gaboo doo geeky boo yeah, yeah, 80s Jeff. I'm Captain Lullite. <laughs> and just Michael.
And for that, you will die. No, <laughs> see when we when we're back. Enjoy the rewind. Yay! So we're gonna travel back in time. Yes, we is are. what you're saying. Yeah, this is okay, exactly it. Awesome. Well, you, well yeah, now that we know how to do it. Time. Wait, who's got the bugle? Uh, you do it in the kids. That's, that's do it in the really, kids' bubble. Yeah, you gotta have the bubble that okay, that's, moves but doesn't. Do you think move. that's what he thinks traveling back in time is? A kids' bubble. Just listening to old recordings of things that happened wax maybe, cylinders maybe yeah he, he saw well, a picture a, ah, of a kid yeah it's yeah. very very like, intellectual he's just zen books and he's yeah. like i was there at gettysburg address isn't I, that always the way though what? i do the same thing when i play assassin's creed i'm like i traveled back in time so this I is what you're saying but anytime people Rodrigo claim something past life or traveling back in time uh-huh. they didn't just go down to you know phil's druggist and have a have a, a malted and then end up walking across the street and buying a newspaper. That's what they no, do in Twilight Zone. They were at some amazing <clears throat> event in the history yeah. of time. Precisely. And it's yeah. like, get out of town. Get out of town. And get a malted. <clears throat> now, I'll grant that you that that's town. probably what you would do is go to big historical events. Well, but but how then you... you would alter and destroy them. Yeah. And they wouldn't have happened and they wouldn't be historical events anymore. Well, maybe no, that's he what happened. By the way, costume and he carried a bugle. By the way, yeah. Gettysburg is the uh, Jerry cuz I've been watching Jerry Seinfeld has a show Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee. Mm-hmm. It's online, which I watch it if you want. I saw it's pretty funny. I saw my friend put up my but, friend Scott asked, put on a thing about that, yeah. about that show. Yeah. He said, you know, Michael Richards was on this week. Yeah, 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 yeah. He said, guess who doesn't like his coffee black? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but Jerry asked one of his buddies if you could travel back in time, you know, in time in history, what's the one event you would go to? And mm. Jerry said, because the one I'd like to be at is the Gettysburg Address. He said, that's the one thing in throughout the history of time. Really? That's the one event I would like to be present for, is what he but, said. But... They, you know, like historical historical accounts, it wasn't a big deal. No. Lincoln spoke for like fifteen minutes. Yeah, that, it was and, one of his shortest speeches. It was like yeah. one of the shortest speeches he ever gave. Yeah, and the crowd was like, "What? It's yeah. over already? Yeah. What?" There's well, this really confused bugle great, boy that really it's just a didn't great get it. freaking speech. It, it is, but it why would, be would that fr- be your thing? Well, because clearly he finds that a fascinating moment in time. Now this recording's so. still going. What remote? What one would you go back to, gentlemen? <laughs> oh, that's a good question. <laughs> Shit. The one moment in time that you'd like to be Give present for? Give me one <laughs> moment in time <laughs> where wow. I'm standing with destiny. <laughs> Jeff, do you have a moment in time you'd like to be at that you've missed? Nope. No. <laughs> Seriously? He was done with this show 45 uh, minutes nothing? ago. Nothing? <laughs> nothing? No piece of history. I wish I could go back an hour and a half ago. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not go back before, to change no it. Before giggity, giggity, it's not giggity, about changing bogey. it. It's about <laughs> experiencing it. What moment would you like to experience? What moment would be really fascinating to see for real? That you know, I think that's what he was talking about. I think he asked Ricky Gervais, and Gervais talked about uh, the Hitler's bunker, like when he got married and then divorced, and then he makes a joke out of it. Mm-hmm. You know, did they, he get divorced in the same? No, no, he got married and then uh, and then they they kill themselves. And, he and Abe and, Brom. And then uh, Ricky Gervais says, say what you will about Hitler. That's a terrible honeymoon. <laughs> <laughs> well, they got married right before they killed themselves? They got married and then, like, went to bed and he, he poisoned her and shot himself. Nice. Yeah. Classy. Yeah. But, yeah, a moment Keep in time. Keep it classy, Hitler. Yeah. Uh, a moment in time I'd like to, or any time in history. That's, yeah, I don't know about that one. That's now, are we looking for, like, indulgences? Whatever or you want. Okay. Whatever you, you could want. S- experience one thing. Ever, 
What would it be? I would like to be an employee at Atari in its heyday when it was Ooh, cocaine and whores yeah. and crazy shit. <laughs> and awesome and games. video games and awesome video games. Cocaine yeah. and whores and Pac-Man. Yeah. I would love to be part of that scene. Interesting. That's, I can that's dig that. that. I, I want to change my answer. Cocaine, whores, and video games. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> uh, well, no, that's your that's your sixth book, right? That's my sixth book. Yeah. <laughs> that was Back to the Future Five. Cocaine, whores, sure. and video games. Yeah, I'll have to email Biggs about that one. <laughs> oh, I'm sure that's an interesting choice. That's a great choice. That's, great that's, that's I guess that's not that surprising. I mean, you know, it, it, I mean, it tickles my pickle in a lot of ways. I mean, you wouldn't want to be there like the day they were shooting. Some scene in Empire Strikes Back. No, I thought about that too. That went through through my head. I was like, hmm, back there at ILM Studios, and they're really getting their shit together. But then my thought is like, do I want to go back to when they're trying to put together Star Wars, or do I want to go see when they're really coming to their own with Empire, or do I want to see them when they're really pushing the envelope with like young uh, Sherlock Holmes, or what do I want to see? What yeah. part of ILM's history? By the way, young Sherlock get into? Holmes. That's a great little movie. It's an okay movie. It's, it's a, a it's a very inter- very spe- entertaining. It's spectacular. It's a very entertaining movie. It's spectacular. I'll give you that. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Cat kids know Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> well, who is? Oh, the Only new... Benedict yeah. Cumberbatch. Yeah, Benedict Thank God Cumberbatch. he's in the new Trek movie. God, it's going to kill. Oh, is he in the new Trek kill. movie? He's the villain. Yes. Awesome. He's great in the show. He's though. chilling like a villain. Aren't we all, though? Nope. So God, what about you, you Jess Michael? You Where would you travel to? Oh, what what point in time would I go back to? Like I said, I do this already. I go back in time and I kill Rodrigo Borgia and everything, <laughs> and I I travel to the future <laughs> and I go to an alternate planet. Uh, could you be dude, more of a geek right now? You are given a fucking hypothetical question. And, Answer uh, it. <laughs> any any point in time. Any in point history, in time. Any moment that you would wish oh, you had gosh. been there. Is there um, some some porn star who you'd want to? I be gotta say, back like when she like, was hot, <laughs> some porn star. That's always Paul's um, option. Well, I mean, yeah, it's <laughs> like seriously, I'd, I'd, I'd like I, if if it wasn't uh, Atari, I'd go back to uh, early Tori Wells. <laughs> <laughs> like be on set uh, back when, when she, she was shooting. hot. Yep. Uh, I'm gonna say Roosevelt charging up the, the plastic hill. surgery. Where would you do? Roosevelt charging up, uh, what was it? San, San Juan. Juan Hill, really? Yeah. Rosa Parks charging up the hill? Yeah. Rosa Parks <laughs> charging up San Juan Hill. Rosa Parks <laughs> charging <laughs> up the Capitol Hill. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great moment in time. Oh, that was a good moment in time. See, I could make that happen. <laughs> I could be like, be like, you could start twitching like, shit around. <laughs> put Roosevelt on the bus. <laughs> grab, grab Rosa Parks, flip it. <laughs> That'd be a kind of a funny. I mean, that's a very that's improv-y, choice, That's an though. improv-y kind of thing. Are you a big to Rose- film I'm a Roosevelt fan? Yeah. yeah to big, film yeah. stuff. He's an interesting character. That's for sure. That'd yeah. be really funny to do stuff where you take similarly named historical events and flip one piece of them so the characters rotate like that. I mean, the Rosa Park and Roosevelt thing. Talked yeah. about this like right before you got here. Was that? Was that Jeff again? I said that we <laughs> talked about that right before you got here. This is the old Dennis Miller bit. Oh, did he do that bit? He talks. He replaces Ulysses S. Grant with Cary Grant. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. Right, yeah. Be, that's true. He's like, no, I would never do that. <laughs> <laughs> he says, no, I would never do that. Yeah. Cary Grant, though. Cary Grant running a civil war. That's a different thing. Cary Grant at Gettysburg? Mm, yeah. I got to see that. That could be interesting. Not as Grant, but as Cary Grant. As Cary Grant. <laughs> Cary, was, was Cary Grant the closeted one? Weren't they all? Really? I mean, yeah. <laughs> But did it? I mean, was he? No, it's it's Rock Hudson that was the real. Rock Hudson was yeah. yeah. Cary Grant was still straight as an arrow. I think so. Yeah, just a, a lady killer. Wow. 
Probably had buboes on his wiener from all the hoontang pong he was so getting got, into. We well, Roosevelt for you. Once you stick it yeah, to Catherine Hepper. Oh. We, got, we got the A-Day of Atari for you. What do we have here? The A-Day of Atari, San Juan Hill. <laughs> that is a wide variety of options. That's why we I love are it. having lots of interesting discussions. <laughs> um, yeah, that's, you know, one of the things I think would be awesome to see is, uh, is the signing of the American Declaration of Inde- oh, yeah. Independence. Just because it was a really cool time and a lot of really fascinating. And I've also yeah, done that. Sh- there, uh, yeah. I did 1776 years ago. Mm-hmm. So I've done some research of those characters, and it's a lot of really interesting and very mm-hmm. smart people. It'd be funny to see the reaction after John Hancock signed him, like, motherfucker. Yeah. To yeah. See what yeah, we need some space, yeah. bitch. <laughs> I mean, they make yeah. a joke of that yeah. in the show. Yeah. Where it's like, mighty flashy hand with uh, signature there, John, you know. <laughs> but yeah, that kind of thing. And just to see how that would. And to be, you know, because I like that I was one that I was debating. I yeah, was like, like I visited Gettysburg, uh, in our time, and uh, the minute you step out into that place, it's like something serious went down here, you know. And and I've been in Independence Hall too, and you can kind of go, it's a pretty cool place. Mm. Something big happened here, so it yeah. would be really fascinating. Yeah, well, that's just, <laughs> it, but that's the, that's the, that's the only taste of ghosts we have in this country because yeah. we're so babies. Oh yeah, in yeah. This town, there are no ghosts here. No, this we're town's about babies. Huh? Well, this town's always about reinventing itself. Well, not only yeah. that, it's just so new. Yeah, there's the it's real so history. Like, like, I mean, the closest history. thing is Bugsy, you know, yeah, and, that, and, yeah. Yeah, and, and Elvis a little bit. I mean, there are so, ghosts so in Vegas, quote unquote, if yeah. you want to, you know, right. get but into that goofiness. But we have roughly, but, you know. But not really. Roughly what? 100 years of history tops? <clears throat> Max. In well, Vegas? and yeah. Vegas yeah. as we think of it now. Yeah. Yeah. 50 years. 50 years. Yeah. So it's, that's, yeah, it's young, you know. Extremely right. young. Well, because the Hoover Dam built Vegas, basically. Yep. I mean, well, it was around before that. But, but so well, not Je- really. Uh, Jeff takes a uh, note from 1776 and abstains. Abstention. And, Seriously, uh, are you still abstaining? There's nothing in history you'd want to go see. <laughs> he wants to go visit the guy that gets finger picks. What? <laughs> what? He's over there picking his fingers. What are you so. talking about? What about some Star Trek stuff? Would that you want to go see Gene sense. Roddenberry writing the first episodes? Or doing it with Majel? <laughs> <laughs> Probably doing both at the same time. Oh! <laughs> the great bird of the galaxy was a multitasker. <laughs> Bong. Uh, so that's why his Jerry was always pushed so far under his desk. Hey, yo. Zibble. <laughs> not now, doctor. Nothing? I just can't think of anything right now. Well, right. Well, I mean, I'm sure there would be. Well, just, I mean, you Why else of, would you name Think of another bones? one. You can think of another one later if you trumpet, but think of one just offhand. I know there's something in the past. That you wanted to do. You know, I'll go, I'll go next to give you a little time. There you go. I, if I could still have a communications between, let's say there's like, a, like, like an a open white noise? satellite portal. Like what was that, that called? That white open. noise? No, ham radio. What was that called? Like like a, a wormhole that will allow me to communicate like, what was through that the internet. called where you could talk, where the kid could talk With to his father dad? father and dad. Yeah. yeah, the what, yeah oh, what that was that? Was it white noise? Frequency. 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 Yeah. Frequency. That's it. Yeah. Uh, I would like to live blog the exodus. The Jews leaving leaving Egypt? Yes, and finding the promised land. I want to see the whole thing unfold. Wow. I got a feeling that podcast will be mighty quiet. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Pretty pretendy. There is at least one thing that I can think of because he just mentioned Egypt. I would love to see the pyramids as they were when they were completed. 
because oh yeah, with then, the spaceship still now, overhead. Yeah, with the, with the, with the spaceship <laughs> still hanging over. <laughs> I love it. No, but with the polish, because yeah, like, they ah. had the polished stone. Oh yeah, and yeah they no, said no, that yeah. they they were they, they practically Gleam. glowed yeah. during the day, and you know by little well, historical accounts. But I mean, because they're. They're a pale shadow of what the, yeah, today. Yeah, sure. Now we're the, the construction. The day yeah, when it was completely finished. Yeah. See, that's a really good one. That's, that's a really cool. cool. That's something I would really dig to see. And too. also that the Sphinx as it was when it was constructed, because yeah. they still now don't really With know the giant exactly wiener in its mouth. Still, what it looked yeah. like. It used to have a giant wiener in its mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there was a taller, the nose of a grizzly bear yeah, that, that was in front of it was that was sticking yeah, its penis in its in mouth. Yeah. Well, that, that was, so. yeah. well, that was very evident of the architecture of Ramsey II. So. Yeah, 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 exactly. They were into <laughs> sphinxes and grizzly bears. A little known fact. <laughs> <laughs> or even ancient Rome as it was yeah. in its, in its uh, glory it, yeah. days. And and just to see or, what it looked like. I mean, an amazing event would be watching the burning of Rome with Nero. You know, like, oh, yeah. You know, I mean, that would be a, a tough one to watch, but yeah. this, this just the... Like, wow, that down. would be something yeah. intense. And, and then you know. you'd have to go get something Clearly, because the smell of it. But how long did it go? Clearly up on a hill where you're not in the Rome. When what it's was burning. that about the smell of it? What? Now you missed it. It's all Nothing. Good. Oh, boy. <laughs> hear it. Listen to the cast. I almost it. got it. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think Paul listens to these damn no, things, I, do you? It has a smell coming up from Rome. I don't, I don't think this will be part of the cast. This will be like cut <laughs> out. They don't wash their <laughs> They're using oils to clean themselves. <laughs> oils and sharpened stones. And that is the end of the podcast. I am Master Torgo. The famous ball. 80s Jeff. Captain Luddite. And just Michael. And we'll see you in a few weeks. Enjoy the rewinds. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>